Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. I'm Beatrice Murad, and today I'm joined by Michelle Anderer. Hello. And April Collins. Hi there. Today we will be discussing the fourth episode of Fruits Basket, What Year Is She?, Warning! Spoilers for everything that has aired up to this point. Some of us have read the manga, some of us have seen the uh, original anime, but we won't be talking about that. We won't be spoiling anything beyond episode 4. So you're safe with us, but we will be spoiling episode 4 and everything that happened before that. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it, then come back. Um, You can find out more about this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes at OverlyAnimated.com slash iTunes. You can find us on Spotify. There's a link on the website. Or you can find us on YouTube at YouTube.com slash OverlyAnimated. All right, guys, episode four. What year is she? Give me your thoughts. Did you like this episode? April. I did like this episode. Um, I think, I guess her name's Kagura. Yes. Um. I never get pronunciations right. Um, I think she is very precious. I also love that she um, has like this Jekyll and Hyde thing going on. Yeah, Um, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny too because um, I forgot which, uh, like, which year she was. And so I was like trying to put, like, put the pieces together because I was like, come on, April, like, you know who she is. Um, And then, like, Toru, I guess, was like didn't want to be spoiled either, and I was like, "Gosh darn it, Toru! I just want to know who she is because I can't remember." <laughs> um, and then I was like, as soon as like the sw- like the second or like third or I don't remember which time, like the switch flipped, I was like, "Oh, she's the ox! I remember now." <laughs> um, and she's so adorable, but also I love that. Um, I like to feel, or I feel like me and her are one in the same because I get so overwhelmed with my emotions that I have to uh, take them out in violent, no, not violent ways, but like, I love that like she just gets so overwhelmed with her emotions and then she becomes like aggressively angry. Um, I don't get necessarily aggressively angry, but I love that someone can be that passionate and she's that passionate about Kyo and he's the best, though I do feel bad for him because uh, he just keeps getting beat up by like We'll talk about that. We will talk about that. So, but I, I enjoyed this episode. Uh, it was kind of nice. And we got to spend a little bit more time with uh, Shigure. Uh, his poor house will never be in one piece ever again. Good luck with that. Uh, maybe we can start a GoFundMe or something for him. <laughs> poor Shigure and his poor house. Uh, Michelle, what did you did you what what do you think about this episode? I liked this episode. Um, I I mean, I really want to like Cogna. But and like I do, I do agree with April in that like I do think it's refreshing that she can have such a strong, passionate side of her personality. I just wish she didn't take it out on Kyo because that's like <laughs> really hurts me. And not just because like I, I think Kyo is great, but just like I feel like that's like another kind of trope, right? Where it's like, oh, it's funny if boys get beat up if yeah. a girl's doing it, and that makes me really sad. But I mean. I guess like the the plus I could be if like if that behavior becomes less and less right if she as she like you know spends more time with Kyo she doesn't have to resort to like go, going into her strong emotional feelings if it leads to her like beating up on him because it seems like she doesn't even realize she's actually right. doing damage right yeah the it's, first time she's just like blind oh, you're all beat up. it's very like you. 
or what is it, Doctor Mister Hyde and Doctor whatever Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's true. He doesn't remember that either, right? Mm -hmm. When he switches personalities, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So that was the one part that just made me kind of really sad. But everything else was the the comedy was so on point this episode (laughs) in multiple places and. Like, Toru got to have her moment with Kyo where, like, he really opened up and, like, smiled yeah. genuinely just like Yuki did the last episode. So she's she's getting both of them. Equal opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Like, both sides. And I love that. So, yeah. in general, I thought it was a good episode. Gotcha. I, I, I like that how, how she... I thought it was such a precious smile. And she's like, oh, he has this awkward smile. And I'm like, what? No, it's not I awkward. Know. It's so precious. Yeah. So it's I, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I kind of fall it's interesting because on the one hand, I had completely forgotten about Kaguda. Uh-huh. So leaving the last episode, I was like, Oh, we're gonna get this like okay, it's fine. It's it'll be it'll be this like weird love triangle thing, it'll be fine. And then it's so weird because it's like I'm it's as if I'm watching the show for the first time. But then immediately when something happens and I'm surprised, suddenly I remember. So it's like uh-huh. I'm getting the nostalgia and I'm feeling like I'm watching it for the first time. And it's this really weird and wonderful mix. I highly encourage people to like watch something that you can't really care about and then just drop it for years, like a decade, and then watch it again. Because then you won't remember and it's as if you're watching it for the first time. It's so great. Um, but no, yeah, the, I, I agree with Michelle that at times the violence does get a bit uncomfortable and it makes it and and it, it makes me feel a certain way a not a not a good way but then at the same time i'm also like oh dear god kaguda you are the greatest thing because <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, 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 the exaggeration and the drastic contrast and i just love how at one point like i love that toru is like act, is reacting with us she like is on our side she's also reacting like what is just happening and on top of that i like how in the I like the in the small de- certain small details, but I like how in the midst of everything, like when she realizes, oh right, she's a zodiac, she just completely phases out what's actually happening, the beating up that's happening. She's like, she's yeah. like, I wonder what that is. No, don't tell me. And it's like, girl, Kyo's dying. She's like, I know he's almost dying, <laughs> but also the zodiacs. So it's like it was just a really in terms of humor, it's like it was a really pleasant episode. Um, and uh, another member of the Soma Clan that I'm like now have adopted into my. Uh, into my world of fictional characters that I consider mine uh, and mine and and the, great um but let's talk about Kaguda she goes from being like the mega cute super soft TM character to then turning into one punch man like she's just it's the greatest thing and I love how they animate her I love the 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 voice actress <laughs> the the range how she goes from very like she's like i miss oh i, I yeah. miss i missed you and it's like to a point it's like <laughs> me, it's like hard rock like metal me, like metallica or something it's like crazy um but what did you guys think of like just you know like she's she's older she's she is Jekyll and Hyde in this cute form. Um, she's apparently she's apparently Kyo's future wife, even though that's kind of questionable because we get this flashback to her holding knives at the Young knives! Kyo. The knives, the knives, <laughs> like the poor, the poor boy. Um, and then she's also like, 
her crazy like confession. She's like, I love you. I'll forgive all the affairs. It's like, what? This character, <laughs> she's already she's planning. Their yeah, she's already affairs. like in her head. <laughs> she's she is in. She's so. She's like she's really turned up. Like she's just so intense in all ways. Like there's no in between with her. She's either zero to a hundred in whatever spectrum of the emotional range. Um, so tell me what, give me your more in-depth thoughts about Kagura. Like, tell me if, like, Michelle, we can talk about, like, the abuse. Like, tell me if you felt uncomfortable with her character or, like, why is that? Um, I, I, I think it's just because, like, as much as we've seen from, like, maybe if, I mean, nobody deserves to be punched, right? Right. And Kyo hasn't really done anything super wrong. Like, if he was, like, way more cocky and way more terrible of a person, it would probably be a lot more amusing to see him get beat up so much. I think the the humor for that was at its best at the very beginning, right? Because, like, she, like, she punches him and then she swings him around and she basically turns into, like, a helicopter and, and hovers floats. off the ground. <laughs> like, that's such a good visual gag. Like, I genuinely did laugh at that. It was really hilarious. But I think, like, towards the middle, where you just, like, see his crushed, like, bruised face after being pummeled, like, ten times in the face in a row. It's kind of like, oh, man, like, I, I, I don't want to see you beat up anymore. You didn't even do anything. You're just existing around this person who is in love with you. So yeah. I, that's like, I don't know. And that, that's why I wasn't excited to see her come back because I did remember who she was. She was one of the few people I did remember from the original anime. And I was like, oh, no. But I do say, I will say, like, she makes, out of all the Zodiac animals we've seen, she's the cutest by far. Oh, my God. Oh, my the God. little piggy. Oh, she's so cute. And when, like, she goes from, like, almost murdering Kyogen because she thinks he's cheating on her to, like understanding what Toto's actually saying and how Toto admires her for like having someone she loves so much and she like blushes and her eyes get all shiny I'm like oh my god this is like a really cute pig like holy crap wow <laughs> I didn't expect this to be such a big takeaway but it was and I, I do think there's a lot more to her I think we just like th that certain part of her personality being so aggressive like kind of clouded her and like not the best way for an intro but if we see more of her through the series i'm sure like i'll warm up to her a bit more gotcha. so i still want to give her a chance i feel like gotcha gotcha what about you michelle like i'm not michelle uh april like where do you um fall in this like how like you hear that because you were pretty positive with with Kagura. you hear this and what do you how do you respond to that type of criticism um, I mean, I'm still pretty positive about her. I just also think that um, she sort of introduces, I mean, outside of her being extremely violent, which, of course, you know, domestic abuse is never okay, guys. Um, if you witness it or if you're a part of it, there's hotlines. I don't have the numbers memorized. I'm so sorry. But anyway, like, it's just... Um, it's just nice, I guess, and almost because Kyo always comes off like in the story that we've been presented with him is that, um, you know, he like no one really likes him. No one really loves him. And then like uh, Kagura comes along and that's not true. Like someone does really like love and care for him. And it, I mean, mm. I wish we could have seen like what like to I guess the extent of that if that makes kind of sense because sort of all that we get from her in this episode is like this either like this like 
love, like loving, sweet, like innocent sort of person. And then we get like blind rage. Um, But it would be, I guess, like interesting to see like, okay, like at what point, like, you know, does she actually genuinely care for him? Like she knows what all of his favorite foods are, which is very nice. Um, And, you know, like, I think that's like a very like sweet thing to like want to cook for him and everything like that. Um, So I think that's nice to to know that someone else besides us loves Kyo um, very much, even if she has a terrible way of expressing it, <laughs> like a truly terrible way. Uh, but that's also like interesting. Like, I wonder like what her, her relation, like outside of like this, her like super loving him and everything like that. Like, what is their actual like relation? Like, are they like third cousins? Are they like, yeah. you know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I was going to mention that right after. Yeah. Yeah, and and the other thing, is, yeah, because, like, that brings up the whole, I guess, like, incest thing, and, at, like, what is the extent of that? And then, I, I like, there's so many questions in my head, because I'm like, okay, well, like, they can touch each other without transforming, and so I guess that kind of makes sense, but, like, how far apart are you guys related, and is that okay? Like, are are you able to have kids? Is that a possibility? Not that I I really care at this moment, but then, like, she talks about like having affairs and I'm like, okay, but like, if you can't touch another member yeah. of the opposite sex, like, are you going to have an affair with one of your other family members? Like there's so many questions that I guess like come up with that. And I'm just, I would love to know like what her, like where her train of thought begins and ends in that. And like the logic behind all of it, because it's sort of, does it make sense for her to be like extremely jealous? But again, she's just like, I don't know, overwhelmingly in love with him. So I guess, I don't know. I, she she really needs some help mentally, I think. <laughs> I don't know. That's yeah. my big concern for her is that she just needs some some mental guidance. Like like all the so much she needs some therapy. <laughs> like all. <laughs> I got some. Or at least <laughs> more talks with Toru, right? Yeah. Because like yeah. be good for her. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Absolutely. I, think, I, I also think that uh, it would just be nice for her to kind of spend more time with Toru. Um, Toru, yeah. outside of like Kyo being present, just because I feel like Toru would be the person to kind of help put things into perspective for her. Like, hey, like, you're already super lucky because, one, you can touch him. But, like, t- you know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? Like, that sounded so bad. But, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I-, I guess, like, she just kind of needs things to be, like, put back into perspective for her, too. So yeah. she's she can be – I can see definitely see where she's a, a lot. Yeah. Michelle, did you feel kind of slightly uncomfortable by this – in- incestuous relationship because again, again know, that- we don't know the fam we don't have the family tree we don't know how yeah. distant but they are related we do know that they are part of the same family they both carry that name um did that i mean i what thought <laughs> <laughs> okay well i guess i read this totally wrong like i knew they were in the same family but i assumed the family name was just like i, I kind of assumed it was like an avatar deal like some people happen mm. to have a child who if you're like born at a certain time you inherit the properties of said zodiac sign until you die and then like somebody else will be born with the because like how does that keep happening forever you know like how many rats have there been in history how many people have had those so i'd assume they weren't all blood related but if they are um yeah that's is that how you keep it in the family like (laughs) 
I, which sounds really oh. weird to say. Like, that's the thing. Does that mean if you have kids, like your kids for sure are going to be another member of the Zodiac or does somebody have to die first before yeah, like, are there someone like, else? Are there like multiple rats at any point yeah. or like multiple like oxes or whatever? How does th- that work out? Yeah, Cause I just assume like if you become like, say like, uh, like Kyo, like maybe he like, he had a family. He, he figured out he was the cat person and then he like got adopted by the Shoma clan which is made up of all these people who the only thing they actually have in common is that oh. they have these, these properties of the zodiac and that's what makes them the family because they all have this kind of magical mystical bond but not necessarily that they're all blood related but I honestly have no idea maybe maybe it's also another one of those instances where like maybe like it's kind of like if you think about like last names um, and how like there are some that are more common than others. But mm. just because like you share the same last name doesn't like it doesn't mean you're related or right. at least like you could potentially be like far enough related that like you might as well not be. So I wonder if maybe like the Somas have just been really, really good at keeping track of all of the family history kind of thing. And so like, maybe like someone die, like maybe like the person who, um, what is it like, is the, like the year of the dog, just because that's easiest. So maybe that person like dies and then they like catch when they're like, oh, well, someone from Soma family X Y next baby is probably yeah gonna is gonna have right. a baby. So there's a really good chance that that baby is going to be the like the next, and it's the year of the dog. And so well, that's that baby- another question. It's like, all right, okay, Toru is the year of the dog. Isn't right. she and Yuki the same? Aren't you her and Yuki the same age? Yes. Aren't her and Kyo oh, the same age? Wouldn't the, the three heck? of them technically be the year of the dog? Oh my god, that's true. Oh my god. What? Mind so blown. Then, okay, so I guess maybe it doesn't have to do with the year you're born, but. Or maybe the other thing too is that, because um, you know how, like, it, I, I mean, this is how it's been in most places that I lived, but like, if you're born after a certain point, then like you either like are in the like the quote unquote grade down. Oh well, or- again, mm. Kyo is always going to be a year that's not the cat because the cat isn't part of the zodiacs. Right, so Kyo could be born right. whenever. So maybe you, like, does you- the dog come after the rat, or the rat come after the dog? don't know now i feel the need to google this (laughs) y'all keep talking i'm gonna google this because now i need to know man yeah i mean i will say like if they are all like you know first cousins or something then i guess kagura could probably safely never be a final option for kyo right here's what here's the thing though like this isn't the first time i've seen this in anime i've seen like (laughs) <laughs> like say for instance in like really rich no I'm serious in like there was there is a show called Maria Samagamiteru um and sh- in it you have this like very wealthy like heiress type and you know she's like like obviously like it's like it's a very gay anime but it's like it's not because nothing happens that's like a running joke um and (laughs) but there's like basically she's already like the moment she was born she was already betrothed to her cousin who was going to run like the like the corporation that she was going to inherit 
Be, but because they kept, quote kept it, decided to keep it in the family because they trust, you know, the family. I don't. I, and so it's not the first <laughs> time I've seen cousins being paired together. Okay, but this is not. Like does it make be, it right? No, yeah, I'm not defending is, it. I'm I just saying quite, it's, I've quite, seen it before, so I'm not surprised. I, I believe you. My question is like, I feel like this series, like it came out in the, the '90s, right? Yeah, the early, like 2000s, early 2000s. So it's supposed to be modern day Japan with modern day like Japanese young people audience, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And is that something that like the the assumed audience is really like? I don't know. Like, like if it's, seen... like, old-timey, like, you know, middle ages, I feel like, oh, yeah, like, anything goes back then. But I if mean, it's a, yeah. I mean, I've seen, again, like, Revolutionary Girl Utena had, like, stuff in there that was yeah, problematic yeah. and stuff. And That's that was true. in the 90s. And I think uh, Cardcaptor Sakura had something. Like, it's, oh, um, yeah, because right? Mei Ling and uh, Lee or Sauron, um, they were cousins. But again, we don't know to what extent they were right, cousins. Right, right, exactly. So, so like, so, it's a, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Um, by the way, uh, completed my research. So <laughs> the year of the dog and the year of the rat are two apart. Okay, so then there's two no way apart. that Yuki could have There's the year of the pig in between. Okay. So, um... Yeah, so maybe like Toru, uh, like I say, I was gonna say leveled up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what she did. Yes, but then that would also like work too because then uh, Shigure could be one, two, three, four, five, or ten years older than him. So. Like well, that I mean, would that's make what I mean, sense. but it doesn't make sense that like Yuki would be two years older than 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 Toru and still be in the same class. Yeah, she she well, uh, he tested up from the other school, and he wasn't. Yeah, maybe doing maybe his well. credits didn't transfer. Yeah, you know, maybe I don't. Yeah, maybe he's, <laughs> maybe he's two years younger. I mean, I, we should assume they're all the same age. I'm. Pretty sure. I, yeah. So no, I, I need to know this to an exact. <laughs> I, I don't know if it was. I don't. I maybe it's like maybe that's like a joke. Maybe like okay, she would be like, "Oh yeah, you're the rat, but you're the year of the dog." And that also doesn't make sense then, because the year of the ox is the year after the year of the rat. Oh, and and no, ox but, is older. Yeah. Yeah, and she mm-hmm. and see. Yeah, and then the, where? When's the boar? Where does the boar fall? Um, the wow. boar because Kaguya's two years older, so the boar, like the pig, I guess. The pig. So the pig is what's between the year of the dog and the year of the rat. Okay, well like maybe that kind maybe. of makes sense. You know that Kaguya's like in between Shigure and and like the rest, but that still doesn't explain the rest. I don't know. Doesn't matter. The mathematics <laughs> don't have to add up. It's fine. We're going to move on. (laughs) We're going to move on. Um, (laughs) But I want, I do want to kind of go back to like kind of the, the, the violent nature and how Kyo tends to be treated by this family. Um, Just for briefly, I, I, for me, yes, I, I, at one point I did feel uncomfortable, but there is like a level of like in the beginning, like when she's twirling him around like a helicopter, I was like, this is clearly like exaggerated. For right. Yeah. So I was like, this is like Bugs Bunny violence. Like it's supposed to make you laugh. It's supposed to be funny. That like, it's just, there comes a point where I'm like, what, 
when does it stop being funny? Like, where is that line? So I guess it's like when she's actually punching him. Like, for instance, like with Yuki, like he's just as violent with Kyo. But I guess maybe it's because with Kyo, with like it's we also know not Kyo is like extended out. Like right, I think that's the difference between like I say Yuki beating up on Kyo versus like Kagura beating up on Kyo because hers is like extended throughout the whole show. And then we also right. see other sort of like violent moments from her. Yeah. Um, in between all of that, where with Yuki, like, usually, like, his, like, I, his fight sequence with Kyo is, n- like, no more than, like, a minute, maybe two. Right. Um, and that's it. And then in between all of that, like, they're not necessarily, like, he's not being violent towards Kyo. He, maybe he's not being nice, but that's the difference. Right. Plus, and like, Todu's yeah. always, like, unhappy when they end up fighting, right? She mm-hmm. always tries to stop it, even if that doesn't end up working. Like, yeah. she's always, like, visibly concerned by it. Whereas this, it's like everyone kind of gives it a pass. Plus, they keep blaming Kyo for the doors being broken. And I, like, actually feel yeah. bad for him. It's like, it's not his fault. She, like, threw him through the door. Yeah, there was this one line that really bothered me, which was when um, Shigure is explaining it. He's like, you know, little kids harass people they like. And I'm like, that's not a good thing. No. Like, that's not, that's, that. Wait, like, she's not a kid anymore. Like, know, she's, a, exactly. she's a grown up. Yeah. Exactly. So I was but like, she still kind of acts like a child. I mean, like, yeah. even when she's not, like, being angry or, mm-hmm. pa- well, I'll say when she's not being passionate, um, she's still very, like, it seems like she she gives off like a very young like mentality. So and that would just maybe like I don't know, like it's gonna sound terrible, but I think that's just like an overall trait of all of the somas. Like yeah. they all kind of have like this like small, like emotional immaturity to them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Well then let's move on to um what something I really like, which was I was nervous about coming into the episode because I, again, I have completely forgotten the story, um, which is I was nervous that they were going to have like Kagura and Toru pitted against each other. Mm-hmm. And that's not, that didn't happen. Like we see Toru being kind of jealous, but it's more that she's never been in love before. So she's like, oh, that must be so nice. One, do we believe that? Like, is, does she already care about Kyo or is it no, we can take her word for it? I take her word for it. I mean, I don't think she'd even know at this point if right. how she felt about him was different from how she feels about other people she cares about. Right. Totally. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, and then something that's like really interesting. And this is, I am putting this forward. All the Somas are going to fall in love with Toru. All oh, of them. totally. Uh, Absolutely. Them. Like, yes. look, <laughs> when, when Kaguna, like one, First thing that Toru thinks when Kagura rushes inside the house the first time they meet is she's so cute. And then when like to- when Kag- when finally Kagura understands what Toru meant when she was like oh like when she explains whatever and she when she first misinterpreted and was like oh my god Kyo you're cheating on me. Um and she's like no I think you're incredible I'm lo- I love what you're doing like you are what I'm like who I'm like looking up to. And she blushes. Kagura blushes. So I'm just saying like. All the somas are going to fall in love with Toru. And that, like, I'm putting it I out think, there. I think they'll all like fall in love with her. Maybe not all romantically, right? But, but yeah, yeah. they're they're definitely. And why wouldn't they? Taru is the best. Yeah. First off, like, yes. <laughs> you want to get me going? Let's talk about how amazing Toru is all the time because she is. So yeah, and I, I like how. Um, I, I think, April, you mentioned how we want to see more of 
then of Toru in, in order to get more like get a better understanding of Kaguden seeing her grow we need her to have one-on-one with Toru we got that this episode we did get when she goes to, to get groceries Toru's mm-hmm. the one who goes and helps her out when she forgets her wallet so it's like we do get these like really nice moments and we get like a better it's once that they're alone together do we get the better flashback between young Kaguda and Kyo which is again not with the two knives but you know it's like when she actually first meets him and wants to play with him and it's like he's so sweet and we get this nice parallel when he smiles at her to when he smiles later at Toru so it's like this it's just see when you don't pit girls against each other for no reason it look how well it turns out it's it's amazing and i do appreciate like because Toru kind of went out of her way to try to talk Mm -hmm. to her because like she knew that like things were kind of weird between them and she kept offering like oh let me help you cook and she's like no oh you want to go to the store no i'm gonna go by myself she ends up paying for the food and the way she gets her to open up is by asking her like oh like yeah you gotta have a childhood with kyo like what was that like and it's through her like getting to talk about their relationship that she starts to feel like more friendly with toru and i think like that's a really smart thing that toru does because like it's the same thing with Yuki and his garden. It's the same thing with Kyo and martial arts to him. Like, as she gets people to talk about what's important to them, that's how they let her in to their actual lives, which is, like, very smart, because who doesn't like to talk about things they love? Exactly, So, yeah. props yeah. for her for doing it in such, like, a chill, low-key, maneuverable way. Like, a subtle way. And I think yeah. the other thing, too, is that I... F- I'm starting to get, like, this general impression, it, besides from, like, Shigure, which we, we really don't know what is ever going on with him. Yeah. But, like, I'm, like, starting to get this impression that no one ever really asks, like, the Somas, especially, like, the Zodiac members, like, what is it that you like? Like, why yeah. do you like it? Like, you, you know, like, that kind of thing. And then also, because they talk about... um like, taking an interest in, like, the things that they like and stuff like that. And so I also get that, like, no one else has ever, like, taken, an in- taken like, that type of interest in them either. Like, and so, like, that's also, like, not hard for Toru, too. Because, you know, like, she, even at the end of the episode, she, like, goes and she checks out the book about gardening. And she checks out the book about martial arts. Yeah. Because that's what the they like to. I, I, and I bet, like... If she knew, like, what it was exactly that, like, Shigure liked, it wouldn't surprise me that there would be a book there. If there was a Kyo book available at the library, I'm sure she would check (laughs) it out as well. Just so then she could, like, find a way to, like, connect with each of them more, which is really what she's doing by, like, that. And, again, I think she also recognizes that, like... That's what they need is someone to, like, take a genuine interest in them and not just because they're a Zodiac member. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, something that another, like, little tidbit of information that we do get from Kaguda in the heat of the moment, she says that she loves even Kyo's true form. And that is the one moment where mm-hmm. Kyo, like, is somewhat threatening towards her. Like for the rest, for most of the time, he's just pretty passive. He just, he just takes the hit. But that's the one time that he actually kind of is active and, and like covers her mouth and like, and the color scheme gets really dark and blue and he goes, don't say anything unnecessary. Um, 
What do you, what, any theories of what that could mean? I don't know. I, I've completely forgotten. And I, like, so many, like, mangas that I've read are now bleeding into each other. So I don't trust them <laughs> at all. Like, I was like, for, for a second, I was thinking of, like, Vampire Night. Do you remember that manga? It's like a very, oh gosh, yes. Right? <laughs> April so, like, does. First, and again, that one is, has incest in it too. <laughs> Bring it back. But What's no, but the there's theme? like it is a theme. theme. It is a theme. And then I'm just thinking like I don't know what what could his true form possibly be. Um, and is it only Kyo? Me and is April are like, oh. So I was gonna say I totally forgot about it until from yeah. the original like airing yeah. from the original anime until she mentioned it and she and I was like Oh my gosh, I remember. Yeah. So I I can't even say anything. <laughs> exactly. That's like, fine. I, I already have like the like a very, very good idea. And so I I'm sticking to the no spoiling future okay. thing. April, okay. this is the problem though, because remember yeah. we just told us that like um the creator was mad that the first anime like changed a bunch yeah. of stuff. So yeah. I when when Beatrice when you told us that I'd assumed that this thing was that they would take it out. Thing. No, that it was like a crazy thing. The first show had just decided like, oh, oh like we're going to make this a thing about Kyo to wrap up the end of the show. But like, I guess it's actually canon. So oh. like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. I have, I, 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 I don't, I don't know what to say. So, and I don't, I'm and not, I'm scared see, to and theorize. I want to like say things. Uh-huh. Exactly. Don't and then yeah, I'm like, no, anything I say is going to be a spoiler. It doesn't even matter. And I'm scared to theorize because, again, I don't realize what's what in my mind. My memory is very <laughs> shot. So I'm like, <laughs> what if I theorize the correct thing and I don't even realize it? So, okay, so just, let's turn the question on you. What do you think this yeah. means? Mm-hmm. I don't – I mean, maybe – I'm thinking, like, maybe he just becomes, like <laughs> – this may be really simple. But I'm thinking maybe he just becomes, like, a really ugly cat or something. <laughs> <laughs> I then, catch cat. No, I catch like, cat was cute. Like, you know, kind of like the Beauty and the Beast cat. type of thing where he becomes this very ugly cat. And then Toru's going to be like, I love you anyway. But I don't know. I don't remember. So I'm assuming I'm writing that, this down. That totally happened, turning right? into a tr- very ugly cat. Like he's afraid of his big secret getting out. Totally is getting he's actually an ugly out. cat. He's, he's actually like ugly. That's his secret. Like maybe. I can see that being it. I mean, he has he did say, I think this was maybe the second episode, but like when he's walking her home and she like hits him in the face at first because she thinks he's like a pervert or whatever and then she then she confesses like oh like i i love the year of the cat like it's the best and he's like well you're a cat sucks it's not lucky like he says it so ominously like it, it he already kind of like is planting that seed that maybe there's something not quite right, right. like maybe the cat's curt like who knows but i mean well, i i'm trying to think like i don't know like does it turn into like a bigger cat like a lion a i don't know <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. A I lion? Ooh, I like that one. I mean, yeah. that would be cool, but maybe it's like, or I don't know, maybe he just becomes like violent. I don't know. Like, I I don't, I have no idea. Um, Let us know your theories about it, but don't spoil it if you do know, but let me know your theories. Maybe I'll read one in the po- in a future podcast. I would um, like he became like a male Catra. He just like had oh, ears yeah. and a tail. And he wears a suit. And a he wears a suit. suit. 
one green eye and one yellow eye. (laughs) Something I did appreciate was that they really went in on like having him get like cat ears or a tail on occasion in this episode. More so in the previous ones, they really went into like cat boy mode in it, which I really appreciated. Um, I love when they they do that with him. It's my favorite. Yeah. It's just so cute. No, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, one last thing before we get to uh, the the heavier discussion of the okay. pod. Um, it, we get information Kaguda is not allowed to live with them. Like, it's not even choice. She doesn't have a choice. She's not allowed to. Yeah. So this is pure. This is obviously Akito's, like, manipulation, oh, yeah. right? This mm-hmm. is his, like, he's like, no one else is allowed in here. Like, what I'm so scared for Toru. I'm so scared. I'm like, what is this <laughs> yeah. man planning? Yeah. I don't trust him. Well, that all re- that also sort of further proves that like they're very much about like segregating the genders, like keeping yeah. like guys from girls. Because we already we already learned that like Yuki um, and Kyo like were supposed to go to like this all boys school, and I'm sure that's like what's like what happened with all the other male members. Um, most likely, I don't know if that's exclusive to, like, the Zodiac, but it seems like it's probably, like, there are stricter rules with the Zodiac members versus, like, regular, like, Soma people. Soma people. Um, but, so, I wonder if, like, because Kagura asks if she can move in, and uh, Shigure is like, you already know the answer, that you can't. Like, and so, I wonder if, like, that's another like extension of that. Like, did they have like, like, it's like, Oh, only on like Tuesdays and Thursdays. Can you see like the female members or something like that? And maybe that's to keep from like, like incest happening too. So just seems, uh, I feel like it might be a control thing, right? Like, yeah. I, I, oh, I it's feel definitely like there, a control thing. Yeah. Cause so there's something about like separating them, not just like gender wise, but just like even, I don't know what they're, cause like, it seems like the, the rat's pretty high up there in the, the Zodiac hierarchy, if a hierarchy exists. Yes. Yeah. So maybe like they're all kind of segregated based on, you know, where they fit in terms of like, how how fancy they are because it does seem like like we we're saying like they're all kind of emotionally immature and i feel like that's not an accident if akito's in charge so like well, is there is there like something he gets out of like keeping them more like away from each other and like more easy to control maybe well and they also i mean the other thing i guess to like sort of that like I would believe that that that's one hundred percent a thing. I don't know why he's doing it, but because yeah. they also like they like they're not like really good socially. Like mm-hmm. even like with each other, there seems to be like I don't know. Like it, I don't know how to. I I know what it is that I'm trying to say, but I can't think of what what it's called. But like. They, they don't communicate with each other. Yeah, like, like openly. Really, yeah, they don't openly communicate. But even still, like, their, like, socialization with each other doesn't seem to have been, like, like, they just seem to be bad around humans in general. Like, other people in general. Like, not just, like, normal people, but, like, with it, like with each other as well. So, I don't know. Maybe that's something else. Like, that would like sort of proved the theory of like not only are we keeping you away from the rest of society but from each other too because 
I must yeah. control you. I don't I don't want you to be around others. <laughs> and like oh. why? Like yeah. I, there must be an answer. Is it like a love thing? Like does Akito only want them to like love him? Because he's going about this in a very, very wrong way. And it's not proving to be successful. And I feel like he should also go see a therapist. So I'm just scared. If, if only. Yeah. I'm just scared that this is like that he's going that all the good that Toru is going to do for Kyo and for Yuki and even Shigure and Kagura and everyone else. I'm just scared that he's going to like use her to get them vulnerable so that he can really lay down his control over them. Does that make sense? Like to un he's yeah, gonna no, undo totally. he's gonna undo everything she does and his undoing is gonna be even more scarring than all the other scars he's left behind. So yeah. he's playing like a long game. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. Because why, why else would he uh, like agree to have this girl around? I think that's true. yeah. You know? And again, like I don't, I'm assume like there, I don't think there's anything particularly like special in terms of like destiny and whatever about that that links Todu with like the Somas in any way. Like I don't think there's like a prophecy, and he was waiting for that girl to like, um, you know what I mean? So I, I feel I, like I read in the old text textbook that <laughs> I wonder the purest if, uh, girl the, the, yeah, purest right, the purest of girl save us all. <laughs> I wonder if it's also like a like a manipulation kind of thing like even more so like he's like hey look like I let you be around a normal person now you need to do this for me oh, kind of thing you know what I mean like using it for leverage somewhere else because I think it would be pretty obvious like I think Shigure, like, already picked up that, like, oh, you know, not only does Yuki really like this person, but, like, Kyo really likes this person, Mm -hmm. too. And so, not that I'm necessarily saying Shigure is, like, has bad intentions, but maybe he was like, oh, well, you know, like, they both seem to be really fond of her. They enjoy her company. And Akito's like, oh, is that so? Well, let's go ahead and keep her around because I'm going to need these um buttheads to do whatever for me later right, <laughs> right. do you think the that opposite could also yeah. be true though right like maybe he's setting them up for disappointment mm-hmm. and he gets oh, them yeah, to be yeah. really close to her and then he like forces her to leave or have it end badly so that they they doubt their ability to connect to other people even yeah. more than they already or- were because like again they're living outside of the main house they're already as far as we know the most outside of his control as anyone else in the family. So what better way to crush them and get them to come back to the main house than to be like, oh, look, that person you really liked, it didn't work out. See, that's what what happens when you try to be with other people, you better come home. Yeah, especially if it's like uh, a situation that he could easily manipulate into fruition. And and so then he could be like, he could be like, look like, even like this normal girl couldn't love you. She's pretending she doesn't know you or whatever. Like, come back to me because I'll be the only person who will ever truly love you. Like, right. I feel like right. he's just trying, like whatever it is that he's trying to do. I feel like it's to get them to like, like he's trying to like earn their love and respect or right. something like that. Even though like he clearly doesn't deserve it in <laughs> any way, shape or form. Gotcha. Do you, do you think, okay. Cause we got a cliffhanger at the end of this episode. <laughs> Toto's leaving. Yeah. That, well, or at least that's okay. what we assume. That's okay. what we assume. Please. 
Good thing, but like, still do that. I no, I mean, Grant, I don't think so. It's way too early. I'm yeah. just saying, do you think this is one of Akito's manipulations? Do you think he somehow was able to like fund like a house oh. for her grandfather? Or something? Can like, maybe you he's imagine? Like, like, like would it be too, I think it's too soon. I was like, wait, like, there's no way he's already like, no, I'm gonna take her away right Cause now because they be for like, like a week. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. supposed to be for like several months that yeah. like these repairs. Because how long had she had already been living in the tent? Like we a don't month? know that. I feel so, like yeah. at least a month. Yeah. yeah. And they said like what the repairs were gonna take like three to four or something, which was why her grandpa was like wanted her to move like move in with a friend or something. Yeah. So that oh, but I mean maybe it's not even like the, the renovations are done. Maybe he somehow manages to like buy them a house like away like get her away you know what i mean like, yeah. if that's if he's behind it, i don't know like yeah. he might not even be behind it again because i think um he's very I, I think it's way too soon like she's definitely not leaving not yet yeah, no. plus, like all of her family was like not crazy about her living yeah. with them anyway mm-hmm. like to be a grandpa and to be like all right my house is being renovated you can't come with my daughter can you go live with a friend for four months like obviously right. like fine if she just wants to keep doing that supposedly right because he was already fine yeah the the first time i i feel like they'll like she's just gonna be like oh grandpa that's very kind of you but i'm just gonna stay with my friends right like i just because again like she probably feels like poor sweet innocent toru um she probably feels like moving like out and then moving back in like that might just that might not just be like a burden to like her grandpa but it also might she might see it as like being a burden to like um yuki and kyo and shikure because like okay well what happens then like that she can't just like move out of the house like obviously akito would want to like wipe her memory or do something along those lines you know right you can't just just have like a normal person having like that knowledge running around who isn't probably a family member right oh so do you think maybe he's gonna be the one that like makes it all fall apart like maybe her (gasps) grandfather's like hey it's something worked out i can get we can like live together again you know come back to the family and then he's like no she knows too much she i'm gonna (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna find a way to break that, make that fall apart, so she's forced to stay with us. I, uh, I mean, that could happen. I, I wish, and this is like we talked about this, like I think last time. Like the one thing I, I really want from Toru is for her to be able to vocalize what she actually wants. So, like I could see like it being an elaborate thing that is done, and she just has to go along with it. But I'd so appreciate if she could just tell her grandpa, like, look, I actually really like where I am. I'm, I'm gonna stay here if that's cool. And I'll visit you sometimes. Right. Yeah. 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 That's what I hope happens. Yeah. Same. Same. Um, okay. So let's, let's move to uh, the part of the episode that is half – part of it is like I love because it's all about Kyo and Kyo being precious and smiling, that awkward smile that has, actually isn't awkward. But then the other part of it is – just this migraine of the this migraine of how they're treating how they're talking about gender. Dun, dun, and, dun. and I just I don't okay, so basically dinner's ready. Toru goes to the roof to have a talk with Kyo because she's like he's not coming down for dinner, so she goes up to get him. And again, why talk on the roof? It's dangerous. <laughs> Like, why That's are you having... where he well, is. We like to have a little bit of danger in our lives, okay? 
I'm just saying that he, she could have been like, look, like, I don't know, like, ma- like, look, he's like an expert in martial arts. Like, it's fine. And he's a cat. He, he jumps from like three stories. He's, he's a cat. He won't, he will always like, he will never, nothing will ever break his fall. He will always land on his two feet or four feet and hands. I don't know. But Toto can. She's not a cat. Maybe we should like talk inside. It's just like, it's dangerous. Maybe not. But, um, but yeah, so they have this, it's a really sweet conversation because they, they basically, it's, she gets to, similar to what she got, she got Kaguda to open up by talking about what she loves, which is Kyo. She gets Kyo to talk about what he loves, which is martial arts. And that's how they get to know each other. And then it's like, it's all going great until Kyo goes, this must be a boring topic for a girl. And it's like, no, why are you making this about gender when it has nothing to do with gender? Like, why? Why? And I I feel like that's another part of, like, their, like, lack of socialization because, I don't know. Like, why would you? I that from Kyo, yeah, right? Because he doesn't interact with girls really Mm -hmm. ever. So he just, like, assumes what he hears is true. Yeah. yeah, and like, and you know, as someone who's like been like so isolated from the opposite sex, it's understandable that he has this like misconstrued misconstrued notions about like other about about women. He's probably like, I've never really interacted with one before, so I think like I I I have all these assumptions because of base of what I've heard girls are like because I can never really interact with them, which is fine. All right, if that's the end of it, I'm like, you know what? I can swallow it. It's fine. I can move on. But then. Toru goes goes, a marriage is a girl's greatest dream what Uh, which is like look I'm not saying marriage isn't I mean, it is for some ladies. It is for sure. some. Yeah, some, it's for some, some ladies. It's for some girls. You know, for yeah. some girls, for some boys, absolutely. But there's just this. We this isn't the first time this has happened. This isn't probably going to be the last time this has happened. It's just the show has now created a trend where it tends to generalize things in a very gendered way, and it's a problem. We have to talk about it. It's just why why it's part it's like again it was made in the early 2000s it's like is it is it a time thing is it a culture thing like is it and i even then i feel like it's not wrong to call it out no that and that's like the point right like because if it is both like a combination of the time and culture of when it was made then like it makes sense and it's it's done so good subverting a lot of other things so subtly like it's just that makes it like more interesting. But like, again, like this is the time and culture we are right now. So how can we not like comment on how things have changed and how our expectations of media has changed? Like, that's just how things work. When things change, you call things into question that aren't kind of, you know, as accepted anymore. And there's nothing wrong with that either. So we need to keep doing it. Yeah. And for me, it's also the question. It's also a matter of, this is a remake. I mean, this is a, tr- this is a, a, this is them, a, this is an adaptation of a manga of a certain, that was created at a certain point in time. I don't yeah. think it would have been so bad for them to, instead of it saying like, instead of cha- slightly tweaking it, where instead of him being like, oh, instead of like Todu saying like, a mar- marriage is a girl's greatest dream. Instead she's like, oh, like it seems like, Kaguda's greatest dream is marriage or it just you know make it about the person instead of the gender or you know maybe instead of having that be like a line that Toru says have it be a have it be something that um that Kyo says about being like yeah Kaguda's always wanted to get married that's always been her dream and then it's like now we get more about 
Kaguda, and it's more focused on her, and it's that's it. That's all, and then it it makes it it takes away the problematic nature of a, this generalized notion of what people want based on their gender, which is that's not why people want things. People want things because that's what they want as a person, not because what they identify as. So it's yes, like, yeah. <laughs> Mic drop. Mike I mean, it's like drop. it's so hard to like. Because, like, we're I people. Think, we don't exist in a vacuum. Like, we're also yeah. all ladies who have been socialized a certain way and, you know, pushed back about, against certain things. Like, to greater or lesser extents is, you know, we grow up and decide things about ourselves. But it's just, like, the I, I agree, Beatrice. Like, it's the generalization that's, like, like, we're not saying that, like, some girls don't. Yeah, they, yeah. they do want to get married. And, and they have been looking forward to it to a long time. But it's, like, yeah, why not just make it about this particular girl? Because, like, normalizing it is a thing that actually does, you know, in, like, it, it changes how people think about other people. And when that's not helpful, that's kind of actually a problem. And that's why it's not great. Well, yeah. I think it's also like to because I mean I get that like I mean there you, there has to be more to like what a person would want whether you're male or female because there's some guys who like really want to get married but yeah. then but it does like like I don't like that they used that for the very specific reason of like okay well like a girl's greatest dream but I I also wonder if it's part of like a misassociation too because later on Toru says to Kagura because that's I guess kind of where it comes about too is because Kagura wants to marry Kyo um and we also know that like she is very like passionate about him Mm-hmm. and so and she very much cares for him too like she was worried he was gone for four months and he didn't ch- you know like she didn't know where he was no one no one knew where he was and I have no doubt that like she you know asked as many people as she could and tried to find him um and so later on Toru says like uh, you know, like I would hope that someday someone feels that same way about me. And so I wonder if maybe it's like a misassociation where like marriage equals someone caring about you so m- like that to that extent. And so I think mm. that's like my biggest issue too with it is that like, why don't you just say that like, you want someone to just care about you, you know, like in the same way that like Kagura cares about like Kyo or something. And she does say it later, but I feel like, like, I agree. Like in that moment, they, it, it could have been expressed differently rather than just being like a girl's greatest dream. And if that's Toru's like greatest dream is to get married. I mean, girl, you can do like, you can achieve so much more, but you know what I mean? Like, like, I yeah, guess marriage I wouldn't define her. Hopefully. Yeah. But, in, in, but I guess in like some, cultures like being married like it is like very defining and even in like our culture being married is still like a very like defining thing which I hate first off like I'm married but like I don't let me being married like define like it doesn't say I mean I guess it says something about me that like it just says you're married (laughs) it just says that I'm married like that I've found someone that I like enough to spend the rest of my time with or that I care enough about you know but like even still like 
we only got married because for like formalities and um like you know the whole tax thing but <laughs> but yay like tax thing yeah yay <laughs> tax thing um but like our relationship could have like continued on without us getting married and it continued like but it was just really like i hate when it it kind of makes me think to mind when people are just like oh like is your life so much different now like now that you're married and i'm like no my life is not different like it is exactly the same my husband still drives me crazy on certain days or when he does this but i still love him very deeply like we still eat dinners together and like you know yeah. like it, it's just like it's just so interesting or whenever people are like oh like how long have you been with your significant other and you say like three years like oh like are you guys gonna get married like what does it matter like that doesn't de- like it shouldn't define your relationship and I think that's the other like my other thing too is like I hate when people like insist upon putting labels on relationships like what does it matter if your boyfriend and girlfriend like if we hang out every day like that's just what we're doing like if I want to call him my girlfriend if I want to call her my girlfriend then I'll call her my girlfriend or if I want to call you know what I mean like I hate that like my like my husband will still call me his girlfriend and I'm like whatever I don't care like (laughs) people are like don't do that like what does it matter I'm the person that he's talking about like (laughs) right right it's it's just I mean I just for me like the biggest thing it's like you had an opportunity here to, to mollify the language. Yeah. 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 And not even that. It's like you have not even to nullify the language, but it's like, you know, there, you know, there, it's like there are very problematic movies of like the f- classic Hollywood that if they get remade, they have to change certain things. They can't keep them the same way because then it would be problematic because we are, as a society, we've moved forward. And it's like, it's the same thing. We time, so much time has passed. It's like, what? Almost 20, 20 years? years? Yeah. Almost yeah. 20 years. It, you can change a little bit of dialogue. So it, it's like, so it doesn't read that bad, you know? And it's kind of, and look, I mean, no, I, it's, no matter the culture, marriage is like a part of like, it's a very important part for a lot of people. And that's fine. I just don't like the generalization. It's not just for women and it's not, it's not, it's not, it's, it's not. It's for everyone. It's for everyone. Yeah. It's like, and marriage is it, I, all it had to be was a word instead of it being it could have been like marriage is her greatest dream marriage is my greatest dream that's yeah. all it had to be and then it wouldn't be an issue it's just it's such a simple fix for me sometimes it's the simplest of fixes especially now that you have the opportunity to fix it that it just it drives me nuts so it's kind of like ah uh, like nah um but yeah this is i mean look i I love Fruits Basket. If if someone comes up to me. We love the show so much, you guys. Like, if someone (laughs) comes up to me and goes, like, Fruits Basket, go. I'll be like, I love it. It's like, oh, it's so good, blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you about Kyo. Let me tell tell you. Let me sit you down and tell you why Toto is, like, the greatest person in the planet. But then it's like, but then it's these little things that just, it's like death by a thousand cuts. It's just, it's constant. It just keeps reminding me of, like, Things that I don't want to be reminded about. And it's like, oh, it's so annoying. It's so frustrating. Anyway, um, <laughs> before we go, uh, I I have certain, I, a few little things uh, that I just want to mention. They're just, I call the good bits, the good bits of the show, uh, the, of the episode. Um, 
And then if I miss anything or if there's something that you guys want to add to that list, feel free to jump in. But I just want to say um, the line, the line delivery of uh, Kaguda when she says how, especially it's after uh, Kyo like kind of tells her like, I will make you pay if you say one more thing about the whole like true form or whatever. She basically reacts with, how the hell will you make me pay? Which was really great. Then we have a shower scene with Kyo, which is like, uh, like fan service so and this is like a shot that i only ever saw like in k-dramas and like it, not just in k-dramas but like any drama because i've seen it in riverdale as well where it's just a shower scene with a dude that's just really ripped and i'm like okay i'm down um <laughs> then there's like i really like how like the dinner which is completely ruined and i think the two greatest things the two greatest things for me this episode that really stood out. One was we've mentioned, which is just how adorable Kaguda is as yes. a piggy, as a little boar. So She's cute. just like, I want a plushie of that boar so bad. And also, Yuki blinding men that, with his beauty. Oh my god, can we talk about that? That was like the best gag in the whole episode. Right? And he, the guy just like slides out of view, totally enamored by Yuki's presence. Yep. And it's like I th- that is my that is the ship that is the <laughs> yes, ship we right? were so More people we were all like Todu and Yuki or Todu and Kyo. It's like no 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 and it's it's Yuki and, and the mailman yeah <laughs> Yuki and the mailman that is the UPS guy I thought UPS <laughs> yes. guy was only yeah. a thing about Legally Blonde but no it's a thing in Fruits Basket too yuki and ups man that is that is the ship um and i just love how he just like the 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 pose he struck where he like has like a like hand, his hand, hand out or something and he's just like hello and it's like sparkle, and he's sparkle, like sparkle, super sparkle, like so polite and everything he's just like oh thank you so much like yeah, and, like, yeah, it's, like, like charm i know like so I want to go deliver mail to that house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get such a greeting. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I'm just saying, like, the moment, if, if Kyo ever does that, it's game over. Game, <laughs> game over. over. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, that's why he would be too powerful, so he can't do it. He has to always be awkward. Um, but yeah, that's, a, that, that's the moments that I needed to mention, but I couldn't even fit into conversation because, but they were great enough to mention. Do you guys have any particular moments that you want to, like, Throw out there, be like, keep an eye. This is this is a gem, or are we good? And Toru punches Kyo to be like, I know one martial arts move, and oh, he yeah, gives her the really smile. And he's like, that sucked. That was pretty. That got that to was me. So I was like, adorable. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was so very cool. romantic. Mm-hmm. Like that was like that was like I could feel. I felt like the the attraction there. I was like, oh, yeah. that's flirting. I was like, oh. that's flirting. You're flirting. That's a thing. You're doing it. Ah. He bops her on the head at the very end, too, which, like, wow, he's come a long way if he's willing to, like, physically touch her in any way, shape, yeah. or form. So. Yeah. It was evolving. It is. Okay. It's turning Able, into something beautiful. Yeah. Um, uh, the shower scene, of course, because <laughs> we we're, we're on, what, like, ab- abdomen watch? Ab watch. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Uh, but I also love that, like, Kagura just like comes in there and she's like, let me wash your back. Huh? Yeah. Oh man. Like, no Poor like boy. no modesty at all. Like it's great. It, it is really great. Yeah. I mean, I I, I like that interact I, I like that kind of in, like dynamic. 
Like, um, that's very cute. Like, I yeah. think that is, a like, that scene between the two of them is kind of adorable. And then I also love that, like, Kyo's uh, comfortable enough in the house to just, like, cut, like, storm out of the, like, bathroom in just a towel. Because I feel like it, he would be the person to be like, let me make sure I'm covered up because I have to leave the bathroom and go upstairs <laughs> to my room or wherever because I don't need, I totally can't see me. It's like, a girl in the house now. Gotta be careful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that does it for us. Um, you can find out all the info on this podcast at overlyanimated.com. You can join us on Discord to text chat about animation at overlyanimated.com slash Discord. You can support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially a patron of the podcast, Connie, a.k.a. Veronica Kukamanga. And thanks, as always, to our Patreon executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, and Michael. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.